Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome to Hour 2 on this Tuesday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Congratulations, Denver Nuggets sweep the Lakers. Yoke, uh, the uh, Joker went for 30-14-13, and 13, and he put up historical numbers once again. It feels, like, it feels like every time he goes on the court, he's doing sort of what Shohei Otani does. It's like, yeah, he set another record there. Joker now has eight triple-doubles in this postseason. That breaks the all-time record. You know, when you're breaking a record by Wilt Chamberlain, that is an impressive record. Wilt, in 1967, had seven triple-doubles. Now, he didn't play in as many games as the Joker did, but uh, eighth triple-double of the playoffs. The Nuggets rally from 15 down at halftime. And uh, in the last 50-plus years, only four players have averaged at least 27 points and 14 rebounds per game in the conference finals. Four players. Joker is the fourth to do it. The other players, one did it three times, and the other two players did it once. Marvin, the other players who averaged at least 27 and 14. Moses Malone? Yes. 1981. Paul? Lou Alcindor? No, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Oh. oh, I'm sorry. I thought it had been during the Bucks days. Uh, was he Kareem uh, during the Bucks days? This was 1977. Okay, yep, that's right. Uh, 1972, I think he had changed his name by then. And the other person is the always forgotten Tim Duncan. Ooh. Tim Duncan, 28 and 16 back in 2003. Ow! Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of this program. They say good things come to those who wait. The Mercedes-Benz SUV family proves otherwise. Takes no time at all to set up a test drive at your local Mercedes-Benz dealer. Learn more at MBUSA.com. We're waiting for uh, Michael Block, the star of the PGA Championship. He will join us from Fort Worth, Texas, coming up here momentarily. Celtics at the Heat. That'll be game four tonight. Is it the final game for the Celtics? And uh, the Celtics are getting one and a half in Miami. Uh, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Seton, poll question for hour two. And if you'll recap hour one for the audience. Hour one we had up there. The lead story today should be the Nuggets advancing, LeBron possibly retiring. Mm -hmm. Right now, 83% of the audience say this story should be the Nuggets advancing. It should be, but it's not going to be because it's LeBron James. But I would still say I agree with Chris Mannix that the lead story should be one of the greatest players of all time 
hinting at retirement. Yeah. That should be the story. Well, if you believe that he's hinting at retirement, I'd like to know the percentage of people who think he's actually considering retirement. I don't think many people do no. think that. I, I think that people, maybe you give him the benefit of the doubt that he might be thinking about it, but he's not going to. Yeah, I, I think it's calculated. Everything he does, calculated. And and he could have said, hey, you know what, I'm going to take some time. We'll try to figure out what's going to happen, what's next for me. Uh, but I got another year left on my contract. He chose to put this out there. And I don't know if he was that emotional. I mean, listen to him after the loss. I like to say it's a successful year because I don't play for anything besides winning championships at this point in my career. And, um, and I, don't, I, don't, I don't get a kick out of making a conference appearance. I've done it a lot. And, <laughs> and it's not fun to me to not be able to be able to be a part of, uh, you know, getting to the finals. But... Um, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens going forward. Um, and I don't know. I don't know. I got a lot to think about, to be honest. I got a lot to think about, to be honest. And um, just for me personally, going going forward with the game of basketball, I got a lot to think about. Okay. So it's sort of vague, but it's there. He's putting down some breadcrumbs. He's leaving the arena. Dave McMenamin of ESPN follows him out. It's not on camera. It's just an exchange between the two. But uh, Dave McMenamin is asking him, really, what are you saying here? And LeBron says, if I want to continue to play. And then Dave McMenamin says, as in next year, LeBron says, yeah. And then Dave McMenamin said, you would walk away, question mark? And then LeBron answers, I got to think about it. Okay. Got to think about it. Is it a leverage play? You got another year left. You want to walk away from $50 million? I know you're a billionaire. But do you want to walk away? Can you walk away? Do you still want to play with your son, as he's talked about? So we'll get into those uh, topics here coming up. But uh, Celtics Heat Game 4, he captivated the golf audience even bigger than that. Uh, Michael Block, PGA professional, tied for 15th at the PGA Championship and uh, kind enough to join us this morning. Is this all set in yet, Mike? You know, not even close, Dan. Uh, it's insane. I, it hasn't stopped. Uh, had a good time with my friends and family right after uh, the PGA Championship on Sunday night. And at 730 in the morning, I was back at Oak Hill uh, doing some interviews and uh, on a plane at uh, noon and just arrived last night, came in here, uh, checked in. I'm sitting right now inside the Colonial uh, card room in the uh, men's lounge. And uh, it's uh, it's surreal and it's great. And I've got a lot of people coming up to me that uh, – I've looked up to and watched on TV a lot coming up and uh, saying congrats. It's been a really cool experience, to say the least. Okay, some of the people that you've met or congratulated or reached out. Give us an idea. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> well, any uh, every single person that walks by me here in the, on the tour, you know, uh, is, is literally and even cooler than that, to be honest, is me uh, just now getting an omelet for breakfast and a gentleman making me an omelet. Uh, shook my hand and uh, congratulated me, and then when I was registering, the four the four the four ladies at registration uh, all uh, wanted pictures with me. And and when I was coming through the gate, even better so the the gentleman at the gate. As soon as I started driving by, they started yelling and screaming "block party" um, as I was driving away. So it is it's even more so really cool stuff like that. You know, one of my best friends is Albert Pujols, and uh, he's he's reached out to me throughout the entire week. And being around guys like that, being around you know. Patrick Cantley, who I play a lot with, and uh, Bo Hossler back in Orange County, California, they've all made me very comfortable um, being around this scenario and stuff like that. So it's it's been awesome. And honestly, I have so many texts and emails and DMs. I, it is it is beyond me. And I've missed and haven't been able to respond to so many people. And I apologize. And I'll, I promise I'll probably get back to you next week at some point. Why do you think you connected with this gallery? It's because I'm the guy that's usually sitting in the uh, stands drinking an IPA and um, somehow uh, the and I'm in the NBA finals and the coach says, you know what, he looks like a good basketball player. Come on in and uh, play game seven for us and then hit a three. Um, that doesn't happen in any other sport outside of golf. You know, this is the only sport that I know of personally where a club professional, a guy that teaches golf, a guy that runs a golf course, can all of a sudden go play with the best players in the world in one of the biggest stages in the world. 
you handled it so well until I think it really sunk in. And then you didn't, you couldn't handle it the way you did. Like you can laugh and joke and hi and everybody knows all of a sudden the tears start uh, and then you can't stop them. How surprised were you that that emotion was there and it finally came to the surface? I'll tell you what, uh, I haven't really been that emotional of a human being outside of watching Rudy. You know, when he, when they put the jerseys down to have Rudy come in, I mean, I cried there. I never cried when uh, I had my kids. I cried <laughs> I cried when I won the Club Professional National Championship in 2014. That was the first time my wife had seen me cry. And I haven't cried since then, and now I think I've cried about a thousand times <laughs> in the last week. So now I'm sitting there. I just watch videos now. I'm watching videos of things and people commenting about me or, or um, saying something nice about me. And uh, tears start coming to my eyes again. I mean, it's it's crazy how emotional this has made me. Where's the ball from the hole-in-one? It's funny you said that. Today was the first time, you know, I was just unpacking my stuff at the house, and um, I reached in there, and I, I, I have the ball. I've got the glove. I've got uh, my yardage book with the pin locations on it. Um, and I'll tell you something funny, Dan. Um, the craziest part is about all this, and you're kind of saying on the memorabilia part, um, I've had multiple offers for that seven iron, uh, in numbers that I can't even imagine, uh, that are more than what I made the first year I was an assistant pro. Let's just say that, um, for that seven iron that I used on a whole, uh, 16. Are you going to sell it or 15? Are you going to sell them? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. They're, they're 12 years old. <laughs> I need new irons. I literally have no grooves <laughs> on my irons. My, 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 my nine iron, eight iron, seven iron are grooveless. Uh, I literally have to play in certain conditions where it's going to roll out more. It's not going to stick as much. So I've had the same set of irons forever. I've never had them regrouped once. And if you saw my irons, you wouldn't even believe it. I mean, they look like they're from the thrift store. <laughs> well, you could sell the, the the ball, or do you want to keep that? Uh, I, I, I honestly, I haven't thought about it. Um, you know, I definitely want to keep some stuff to remember to you know really remember that that uh circumstance and that what happened and being with rory and sunday and all this stuff uh yeah we'll see i haven't thought they're just all sitting right next to my bed right now uh yeah so i don't lose them uh moving forward does your rate go up as a teaching pro no uh i've never uh i've been told that i've been should have been charging a lot lot more for a long long time uh and i honestly don't believe in the fact that I should be charging more than 150 bucks for a golf lesson. Uh, I don't care if it's the best golf lesson of your life. It's, I think 150 bucks is a really fair price. And uh, yeah, no, I, I don't plan on doing that whatsoever. And you get to play with Justin Rose and Rory McIlroy. I mean, that, and can you keep it light? Do they keep it light? Like, how do you, oh. like, how do you, you're playing in the PJ championship, but still, these guys have ideas of winning the thing. So I didn't look at Justin really outside of meeting him. Uh, I would stare at his shoes just so I didn't think. Like, I remember the first hole. I was just looking at his shoes when he teed off um, because I didn't want to have that thought, like, holy crap, I'm teeing off right now with Justin Rose because I've watched him my whole life. I watched him at that three-wood behind uh, 18 at Marion to win the Open. Uh, and then when Rory hit, I'm just like, I'm not even going to watch this ball flight because I didn't want to even see it. So if you watch me when I'm on the first tee uh, with Rory on Sunday, I turn around. I turn around. I'm not even watching this. I, I, only, I only probably watch like maybe four shots that he hit because he's such an intimidating human being as far as how he hits the golf ball. If you're picking the actor to play you in the Michael Block movie. Kevin Costner. <laughs> yeah. But it, I know I, I mean, he might be a little older than uh, I am for that, but at this point, but oh boy, I don't, I don't, I have no idea. I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> hey, you, you played the role quite well this past weekend, and uh, have fun in Fort Worth. And will life be normal when you go back home? Oh no, oh no, um, it's going to be insane. You know, it's going to, yeah, it will calm down. You know, a month from now or whatever it might be, uh, but. I can't wait to go back and obviously see my boys and see my friends back there that didn't make it. My assistant pros in the shop who have been covering my butt as I've been, you know, living this dream. <laughs> they're, they're there answering phone calls from all these people and still working their jobs, still, you know, making sure that payroll's done, still making sure that everyone's getting paid back at the club. And uh, so I haven't had that opportunity. And uh, this is a, a shout out to everyone back at Arroyo Tribuco and Mission Viejo that 
uh, thanks for doing what you're doing. Any thoughts on being in the media? I've, I've had, I've, I've gotten some calls on that too. Um, it's never been a thought in my life. Uh, Dan, I, I, I have no idea. Um, if, if it happens someday, (laughs) great. Uh, because I know I'm not gonna be able to play golf my entire life. So, uh, yeah, maybe we'll see. I hope so. Who knows? Well, congrats and, uh, have fun this week as well. And thanks for the entertainment. Thank you, Dan. Appreciate you having me on. That's uh, Michael Block, PGA professional. The rates aren't going up. Uh, tied for 15th at the PGA Championship. Yeah, I could see Golf Channel reaching out, bringing him in. Um, you know, you, he's not a character like Faraday, but he is a character. And to have that personality, and uh, plus he, he speaks from experience. You know, I think he's in his mid-40s, so he's been playing a lot of golf and, and high-level golf. It's not like they just got some guy who's, you know, like a nine handicap and he walked out there. He's played in big events. He's performed well. It was just his personality, the fact that you found out he was a PGA professional. He gives lessons. He's one of us. He's talking about drinking beer. And the crowd, you know, they just sort of enveloped him. It was like, hey, we're rooting for you. And hard not to root for him. Yeah, Paul. It's got to be really weird. Like you said, he is successful. He's made money on the tour before. He's not you know, broke. But to get fame later in your career, when you never expect to be famous, what is is he in his forties? Yeah, you know, forty six. Forty six years old. You think, okay, I've got a nice life. I'm in Mission Viejo, playing golf, getting paid. But now people at the breakfast bar recognize me. It's got to be a whole new world. Yeah, and and that's why sometimes you get these stories that cross over from sports to just being a story when you're trending, and that's certainly what happened this past weekend. All right, take a break. Reggie Miller will join us coming up next hour, and we'll talk more about the basketball situation, game four tonight, Celtics and the Heat, if the Celtics lose or when they lose, what kind of changes, if any, and certainly the Lakers situation with LeBron. Is this a leverage play? It just felt like that. There was a message, and then there was another message attached to it. Does he want Kyrie Irving, who happened to be in the building last night? We'll take a break back after this. Big day on Friday. Big day on Friday. Kings Hawaiian Slider Sunday. We're doing it on Friday. I said I can't wait till Sunday. We're going to do it Friday. Sliders. I just talked to Tyler since Tyler would be firing up the Traeger, and I said, what kind of sliders? He said, we can do all of them. You want pulled pork? We can do that. You want steak sliders? We can do that. Chicken? We can do that. Dang, steak slider sounds good. I said, let's go. Let's just go. Fire up the grills and the Kings Hawaiian... Man, those are great buns. And how many times have I heard that? King's Hawaiian pretzel slider buns should be illegal. And you've got uh, some ribeye maybe, maybe some fried onions on there, maybe some horseradishy sauce on there. Is Tyler making that this weekend? I think. Monster Dunk Sliders is what they're called. Let's go. So if you're barbecuing with the boys, maybe it's a meat Friday. King's Hawaiian wants to make sure every Sunday is Slider Sunday. Go to your local store. And ask for the sweet, fluffy, irresistible King's Hawaiian Rolls and enjoy. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. 
I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling, only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Since the San Antonio Spur, uh, Spurs are on the clock for Victor Wambayama, I wanted to know what the uh, over-under was going to be for wins this year with the San Antonio Spurs. Assuming they're taking Victor Wambayama. I don't know how many they had this year. They have uh, maybe 21, 22 wins. Does that sound about right, Paul? Yeah, 22 and 60. Okay. They won one in a row to end the season. Okay. All right. On a roll. The, uh, let's see, according to DraftKings, 35 or more regular season wins for the Spurs, plus 200, 40 or more, plus 650. They're expecting them to not double their win total, but probably get to mid to upper 30s, I'm guessing. That'd be a big turnaround. Isn't the biggest turnaround uh, David Robinson's year? In San Antonio? Yeah, Paul. Yeah, in 96, the Spurs were 59-23. and 23. They first placed in the division. They lost the Western Conference semis. Then the back injury happens. They get Tim Duncan. They were, so they're 20-62 and 62 the next year without the Admiral. Yeah. They get Tim Duncan, and they go from 20 wins to 56 wins. Yeah. How about the Warriors? Remember a few years ago they got the number one pick? I wonder what they got the, next, the wins the next year. Wait, with James Wiseman? Yeah, like what? They, remember they were... But Wiseman was the second. Yeah, I guess what I'm saying. Pick. I'm saying that when they went from the Warriors had that dip. Oh yeah, they went from 57 wins to 15 wins. The Warriors. Yeah, they're 57 and 25, and the next year they're 15 and 50. Yeah, that's nuts. All right, uh, stat of the day brought to you by the great folks at Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. A couple of uh, NFL notes: the draft is going to Lambeau, going to Green Bay. It's awesome. Not next year, but the year after that. And I think it's, I think it's wonderful. Now, I don't know how many people are going to go there, and do you have the you know hotels to be you know the infrastructure? Are you, are you going to have people who are staying in Milwaukee and then driving up? I Paulie suggested a tent city where you just say let's make it Brochella, and you just go out there and get RVs, you know, and. Pack everybody up in the parking lot. Yeah, Paul. Treat the entire Packers parking lot and their, their typical game day tailgate mm. as a four day tailgate. Make mm. it like a have like bands and uh, and other and food and vendors mm. around the tailgate area. But you have to like register in advance. You have to have an RV. You have to have a hookup. All that kind of good stuff. But that'd be a fantastic place to spend four days. The NFL will have the capacity to flex a limited number of late season Thursday night football games. That's the Amazon Prime streaming platform. And it was a close vote, the uh, spring meetings there. But they uh, decided, and there were a couple of uh, old school owners who were not uh, in favor of this, including the Giants owner, John Mara, who called it abusive to fans whose schedules would be disruptive. Yeah, he's right. There's a lot of things the NFL does, and they don't care about the fans. You know, it's the TV fan is who they care about. In person, eh. uh, So this is what's going to happen. The resolution allows the league to flip a Sunday afternoon game into a Thursday night game, move the originally scheduled game to Sunday afternoon during week 13 
14, 15, 16, and 17. The NFL has 28 days before the game. Now, this is an increase of nearly two weeks from the earlier proposal. So you got a month heads up. No team will be required to flex to a Thursday night game more than one time. The maximum number of Thursday night games will remain two per team. The NFL said Thursday night flex option can be applied no more than two times during the season. Wow. Yeah, the NFL doesn't care. Not about you going to the game. They want to make sure you're watching the game. Yes, Eaton. Feels like that one's a little more the Thursday night flex, a little more logistically difficult to pull off. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Even with four weeks. Certainly feels like they're accommodating Amazon. It's like, uh, those guys got deep pockets. We want to continue to make them happy. You know, it's like uh, what happens with the NFL is you're going to get the best games with the best announcers. You know, how do you surround the product? Sunday night always got the best games. Well, Sunday night had Chris Collinsworth and Al Michaels. And then you had Bob Costas, who was the studio host for a while. Uh, I was doing highlights with Keith Oberman that I eventually took over as the host. Sunday night football was really important to the NFL, and that's why Sunday night football got the best games from CBS or Fox, ESPN. Monday night did not get a great slate. Then you get Troy Aikman and Joe Buck, and all of a sudden the NFL is going to accommodate ESPN and gave them a better schedule. Amazon comes in. Amazon spending a lot of money. They want to accommodate them, make sure that they get a good product instead of those. You know, Thursday night, now Michaels was talking about this. You know, I'm just like, is anybody going to want to watch this product here? It wasn't good football. And then you didn't want that, you know, week 16 Skylar Thompson matchup against, you know, Baker Mayfield. You know, injuries. And then this way, let's say something happens to Tua Tonga Vailoa, where he's going to miss a game, miss four weeks. Now you might flex out of a Dolphins game because you're not going to have, you know, a marquee matchup there or better odds with a better matchup there. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, there was a week 14 game last year. I think it was December 8th. It was Rams at Raiders. Rams Raiders. I don't know who was at home. But that on the schedule, like, oh, that's, that's great. Two relevant teams, mm-hmm. two competitive teams. And then the Rams come out of nowhere just have an awful season that you can get out of that one. Yeah, I, I understand it, but you know, you're planning your schedule if you want to go see your team play, and it's going to be a Sunday afternoon game. Hey, we can go to that city. Now it's well, we gotta go Wednesday or Thursday morning for Thursday, and then so now kids are gonna be out of school maybe for three days instead of maybe missing one on Monday, or maybe you're able to come back from a you know Sunday one o'clock game. So, uh, this just in, the NFL is not really that concerned about you. And they're not concerned about the players either. Remember, I, I railed against it because I just thought, man, that is such, that's such a difficult turnaround for these players. Play Sunday and then play Thursday. Just mentally and physically. And then you put in game plans. Then you try. It's but the players signed up for you know an extra an extra game. There'll, there'll probably be an eighteen game schedule coming up. Yeah, Paul. The policy is we don't care, you don't care, <laughs> you don't care, we don't care. No, we don't care that you care. Yeah, yeah. Well, the players don't, aren't really concerned about their health, and the NFL is always faux concerned about their health. They like to appear. They only cared when they had to put out a billion dollars. Yeah. <laughs> so, wait, uh, we care about players' safety. Uh, it's going to cost you a billion dollars. Yes, Eden. I mean, gambling your health for an extra game check yeah. uh, is pretty worth it. Did you see where the NFL is investing a investigating a second wave of perhaps gambling by players? Ruh row. Yeah, yeah. They took out a couple of Detroit Lions there, but uh, I think there's a second wave investigation coming up. Yeah, Paul. Why don't they go the opposite direction and make all the NFL players register where they want to bet? And that and you, there are safe bets. Like come up with like a safe bet profile um, that you're an NFL, NFL player. And you have to register as yourself, and you can bet on certain things, and, and you cannot bet on certain things, and it's blocked. And you have no access to illegal bets, and they provide you legal bets. You now you've got an income stream from players who have lots and lots of money. So you, it's almost like yeah. But what are they betting on? They can't bet on the NFL. Okay, then you you allow them to bet on baseball, basketball, college football, whatever they. Nobody would. bets on baseball. Oh, you can make a 
kind of Greg Maddox I, back in the day. But nobody bets on baseball. Right. Shea and Irving is the only guy I know who bets on baseball. Come on, Danny. <laughs> yes. Uh, basketball, all right. But I guess what I'm saying is you could avoid this by having a, a draft, like a, a a betting partner that ha- you've, NFL teams are allowed to register players to yeah, bet with. People bet through bookies, so it is not public. It's not, I don't have to pay taxes on this. But I think these guys got caught by betting with, Legitimate places. Yeah, but yeah. I wouldn't bet with a legitimate place. Yeah. If if I if I wanted to keep this quiet, I didn't want to pay taxes. That's why you bet through a bookie. Yes, Don. Or you can have the attitude: I have the privilege to be playing in the National Football League, and if this is one of the things they don't want me to do, then I'm just not going to bet, and I'll go about my business. And there's got to be other things I can do with my time and my money. I don't have to bet on a football game. No, but how realistic Thank you. is that? Thank you, Todd. Well, what, that's that's quite a statement from you. <laughs> It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be like unrealistic, though. That like, oh crap! I guess for the next three years, I can't bet. Well, what do you want the NFL to do? I mean, you can't bet. I mean, that's it. That's part of the rules. Yeah. I mean, is it that difficult? Are are the players like, man? I can't watch this game unless I got money on it. Yeah, that's what Todd's saying. Yeah. It's yeah. like you fight the compulsion to have to bet on NFL oh, games know, as but... an NFL player, and you got your millions and you and play ball and forget about betting for a while. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what they try to do with weed. How'd that work out? And have weed testing. Instead, now there's barely any weed testing. They give them advanced. Yeah, there's, there's, yeah. They don't want their players busted for weed, no. and they don't want them busted for gambling. I don't know that people are you know easing their pain, though, from playing by gambling. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Mark in Pennsylvania. Hi, Mark. Hi, Dan. Thanks for taking my call. Six foot, 195 pounds. Long time there. First time caller. I've two questions. Uh, I hope I get to the second one, but the first one's about the PGA tournament. Uh, the LIV playing with the PGA players, uh, the fairways, the rough, the elevated greens, uh, the golfer you just had on, Mike Block. I, had surgery yesterday, so I missed it on Sunday and yesterday. What you might have commented about it, but it's, I thought it was the most entertaining golf tournament in a long, long time. Okay. And I wanted your thoughts on it, as I know you're a, a big golfer, what you thought of the tournament. I mean, the top ten people, uh, the bottom were, were changing right and left. Players were coming and going and all very tight, right down till you know, the last two or three holes. I thought it was very enjoyable and one of the better tournaments I've seen. So just one of your thoughts. Um, I never thought Brooks Kepka was not going to win it. Never thought that. Uh, all day Sunday, never thought that he was going to lose. I thought that maybe CBS spent more time on Michael Block than they did on Brooks Kepka. And Brooks Kepka is an unbelievable story coming back from his, his surgeries. And really, if you watch the swing that uh, – the reality show on Netflix, I think, that has to do with the tour, and you realize where he was mentally, the fact that he came back, got back, played well at Augusta until the final uh, round, and then to win this, I mean, it it was a really uh, deep dive into the emotional scars that you have sometimes, not just the physical scars. And But it, it was entertaining. It was a wonderful course, and the uh, crowds did a wonderful job there as well. Yeah. Because those are the things that we talked about yesterday with. And uh, I think, you know, Brooks Kepka moving on, can he play for the Ryder Cup team? That That's going to be a big question because you have to get points to qualify, and then you can have a captain's choice or two. And, uh, you know, Brooks Kepka, do you want to play for your country in the Ryder Cup? And if I think it's Brad Faxon who is, uh, is he the uh, Ryder Cup captain? And maybe he's going to say, hey, i got to take Brooks Kepka even though he plays on the Live Tour. Yeah, Paul. Brooks Kepka was at the uh, hockey game last night. Yeah, He's a Panthers him. fan. Yeah. His jersey had the cup with him, pounding beers. Yeah. Good for him. Uh, John in Atlantic City. Hi, John. Good morning, Dan. Hi, John. Um, I have two trivia questions and a follow-up, if that's okay. All right. Can you name the only two Major League Baseball players that use only their first name on their jersey? Ichiro. That's right. Bloop. Uh, <laughs> the other one, uh, 
Is it a Korean player? Or, uh, give me a give me a hint. One of your favorite pitchers. You just talked about him last week. Hmm. Vita Blue. That's right. Oh, oh. Blue. Okay. All right. The other question is: Can you name the the, the NBA player that scored the first three pointer? Chris Ford. Damn, that's right. He's from Atlantic City, also. Well, thank you, John. Getting put on the spot here. We're getting a lot more sports trivia question I know, calls. I know. I asked the questions. Yes, yes, Mark. But we've been killing it, though. We, you and me. <laughs> There's dap from afar. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate your dap, Mark. Dap from afar. <laughs> <laughs> David in Arkansas. Hi, David. What's on your mind today? Uh, good morning, gentlemen. I was listening to the discussion. You were talking about the whole NFL flex thing. This is my 22nd year as a Kansas City Chiefs season ticket holder for years. It was only a 600-mile round-trip drive for me to the games, but now it is a 1,000-mile round-trip drive for me. And like you said, it just really messes up schedules, yeah. work, routines and everything and i don't know if sometimes these teams realize just how far people go to attend the games like i said i make a thousand mile round trip that's like three days off work but appreciate your perspective thank you very much have a good day yeah you know it's this shouldn't come as a surprise you know those those seats that you have to buy and you know that Hey, you got to buy the license to then have this. I mean, it's. I, I feel bad, but but the NFL knows. Like, what else are you going to do? I'm going to give you the right to be able to get those seats at a game. Not you can have the seats. You got to pay for the seats. You get a license to be able to. Like, come on. Even you know, public funds building stadiums. That to me is crazy too. I mean, you got these guys who are billionaires. Spend your money. It's your stadium. Yes, Todd. And even smaller things to a big deal as far as the fan. If you try getting out of a stadium, unless you leave in the middle of the third quarter, you could be there for hours. Yeah. They don't have anybody, just some basic security to help lead people out in different directions. You can sit there for a really long time just to leave. <laughs> they already have your money. You've already bought the tickets. So they don't care how you get home or when you get home. Back to you. <laughs> Is it Fan Frustration Tuesday? I don't, I don't know. But this is right up Fritzy's alley, though. I find that very, very bothersome. Yeah. That they don't make a better effort to get people out and open up some more fences to comfortably get what, out of the what, parking what, lot. What do you want them to do to help you get out of the they parking lot? They should have some, a couple more security people, someone standing there directing traffic and getting things moving a little bit instead of sitting there for hours while everyone tries to back out of their spot and you're sitting there for two hours. Uh, how, how many? You'd have to hire thousands of people. To, to monitor a parking lot after the game's over. Yeah, see. I don't think the problem is lack of, like, manpower telling people where to go, and the reason it takes so long is because people are confused. There's only a certain number of roadways that you could take to leave the parking lot. There's only so many highways that all of those cars can get onto. So unless the city and state plans on building, like, massive, massive roadways getting in and out of stadiums, there is no solution to it. Don't go to a Patriots game. It's the worst. If you have if one you have, way in, one way out. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yes. That is a nightmare. There's no way that you can hire people out of that problem. Yes, Todd. And then if you try to be cute and are willing to spend the extra money and park a few blocks down the road in someone's backyard or some illegal parking, they park all the cars on top of each other. So if you do want to leave, you can't <laughs> leave until all the other cars show up and they pull out. You're, you're literally stuck there until everyone else decides they're going to leave. Yes, Paul. Fritzy sounds like his voice he does of the angry fan that calls in the show. Like, there's no one to get me out of the parking lot. He's got that voice going. Yeah. Have you guys ever tried to leave a NASCAR race at the end of the race? It makes a football game look like a picnic. You have three times as many people. Imagine driving in circles the whole time, too. <laughs> <laughs> that is weird that they do that. I went to the NASCAR. I just went left and then left and then left. I can't get out of this place. <laughs> I went to the New Hampshire race a couple of years ago, and I was in New Hampshire for about a day and a half just to leave it. It was a great time, but, like, Getting out of NASCAR is tough. How about we take a break? Reggie Miller will join us coming up next hour. So basically <laughs> everyone else no, has to no, move their we're cars. Good. We're good. Or public transportation, go. best public transportation getting two games. 
up next. How about we take literally? A break? Literally How about, we're going to take a break. Shout out San Francisco. We're back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This League Uncut, the new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes and me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Game four, Celtics Heat coming up tonight. Heat, a slight favorite. Tom Brady uh, finalizing the opportunity to buy into the Raiders. I wonder how that goes over with Raider fans, that Tom owns you and now he sort of owns you, part owner here. Continues to own. Yes, yes, Todd. I heard they said, what the tuck? No? Tuck rule game, Patriots, Raiders? If you have to explain it, then it's not any You got no reaction. And there's a reason for that. If you have to explain it, that's even worse. What the tuck? Thank you, Todd. Yes, Paul. Isn't uh, Mark Davis the least, this is going to sound weird, the least rich owner in the NFL? That We did a thing once on net worths of NFL owners, and his, his was like $900 million. Yeah, he's not even a billionaire. Now, obviously, if he sold a team, he'd be worth $5 billion. Yeah. But yeah. I wonder if it's one of those th- situations where you can't sell it because it's your family name and it's what you're known for, even though the, the financial opportunity is just huge. My, Dan Snyder sold, he's like... Yeah, but you're going to make that money. It's just when do you want to make the money and how much you're going to make, but you know you're going to make $5 billion. But I guess I bet a guy like Mark Davis does not sell in his lifetime. Right? No, no, he, he could never do that to his dad's legacy. And, and what's he need to sell for? What's his identity? He'd have no identity. It'd be just a guy who drove a minivan with a bad haircut. Like, no one would care. Badass haircut. 
badass haircut. <laughs> Just correct. I wonder if if Mark Davis and John Gruden went to get haircuts together. It always felt like Gruden wore his hair like that as sort of a tribute to Mark Davis. <laughs> like, hey, I see owner. I see you. <laughs> like, hey, that's a fellow who gets it. That fellow right there, he gets it. And remember when the bowl cut was in? There's poor kids who had to get a bowl cut. I think I had one Hello. in fourth oh, grade. Yeah, yeah. Didn't everybody? Wasn't that like mandatory no, kid I, haircut? I, I missed that opportunity to get a bowl haircut. You didn't have a bowl cut? Dude? I did not. Dang. No. But... I just remember, I think, you know, moms would take a bowl in, you know, and just <laughs> cut your hair. Dan, we could speak from experience, Seton and I. They, they did the thing where they just wet it down and they cut right across the front of your eyebrows. Yeah. And then there's like this, these shades on the either side of your face, like a, yeah. like a mushroom. And you're, and you look kind of like an eight year old Dutch girl slash boss. Yeah. <laughs> simultaneously. <laughs> Ugh. I couldn't wait to get mine feathered. Yeah. Greg in Columbus. Hi, Greg. What's on your mind today? Morning, Dan. Morning, Greg. Long time. Yeah. Thanks for having me. 5'9", soft 190. And I'm a member of the ADC, the Alive Dads Club, but, uh, you know, father time's undefeated, so we'll see what happens. Okay. (laughs) But uh, a caller earlier was talking about LeBron making that comment um, for media attention. I think that's a little... Absurd, I th- but I do think there are one of two reasons that he did make the comment. So the first is I think he may have been using it as a negotiating tactic to say, I'm going to retire unless you guys go all in and get Kyrie Irving. Uh, but the one thing I haven't heard people talk about is, you know, what if he's actually worried about his, his upcoming surgery? He's going to have foot surgery this offseason. What if it doesn't go well? So what if he's just throwing that out there just in case? I guess, you know, once again, LeBron is calculated. He's one of the smartest athletes we have. He's a great businessman. He's calculated. There's a reason why he put that out there. I don't know if he put it out there just in case, and he, he could retire. Uh, it felt like there was something else attached to that. Um, and maybe it is a leverage play. That's My first thought was Kyrie was at the game last night. Does LeBron want Kyrie? And, and you know, this story has been sort of lingering about Kyrie and, you know, somehow going to the Lakers. There was talk about that last year of, you know, before he went to the Mavs, going to the Lakers there. I just don't know if you're the front office and you go, look, we bailed you out at the trade deadline. We got a couple of players who helped. Uh, we don't want to go down that road again. We don't want to go down the Russell Westbrook road again. Yes, Mark. Unrelated, but kind of related. There's nothing better than seeing other NBA players at Lakers games. Because, mind you, everybody lives in L.A. during the offseason. They're like, oh, Trey Young's at the Lakers game. I said, I think he just got tickets. Yeah. Or Dame Lillard's at the game. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't a recruiting trip. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't have him in for the weekend. Although, if Dame Lillard is there, and I'm LeBron, I'm like, uh, hey, all right, why don't you come and join me here? How do we get you? Who do we trade how about we send uh, Anthony Davis up to Portland? <laughs> can, we, can we get Dame Lillard down here? Yeah, Paul. I wanted to bring up Damian Lillard. How does he end up a Laker? Like Jerry West would figure out a way to get this done. Oh, Jerry West would <laughs> trade some high school kid from four years from now and get Damian Lillard now. I don't know how. He'd give uh, Tristan Thompson and Mo Bamba. Right. And uh, somehow they got Dame Lillard. <laughs> Hired Jerry West on a 10-day GM contract. Yeah. Well, he's not going back to the Lakers. No, he's not. Yes, Marvin. He would also get the number one pick in the draft somehow. Yeah, yeah, of course. Man, Jerry and, and Red Arbach, they they changed the NBA with with the moves that they made. You know, what Red did to get Bill Russell, uh, get Kevin McHale and Robert Parrish to draft Larry Bird a year early. Jerry with the moves that he made. Changed the NBA. All right, one more hour to go on this Tuesday. Reggie Miller will have some thoughts about what happened last night and what's he think is going to happen with LeBron and the Lakers. And are the Celtics going to be swept tonight? Reg calling that game. He'll join us next. One more item as we close out hour two. Sleep number every great day starts the night before. Sleep number smart beds individualize your sleep experience, making high quality sleep effortless every single night. You can adjust the firmness on each side of the bed so it's two beds in one. Go in and ask, how do you get your sleep number? 
Can you tell me about Sleep IQ technology? They will help you in ways that you probably didn't think that a store like this would. They can help you if you have a hard time falling asleep. Uh, partner snores if uh, you sleep too hot or too cold. They have all kinds of tips for you. And go in now because they have a great sale going on for Memorial Day. Sleep at the next level. Unlock your unique potential with a smart bed. Well, it'll perform as well as you do. Right now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed. Plus special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash Patrick. See store for details. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.